0: It's time for the 8th Greatest Golf Show with Jerome Espinoza on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. It's a lot. I hit the 7-iron
1: like
0: John Daly. It's the 3. <laughs> winner, winner, trick yeah. dinner. Uh-huh. Jerome Espinoza is a Class A PGA professional and director of instruction at Eight Grady's Performance Center. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. We will talk all things New Mexico golf, hear from voices all around the world of golf, and even give some swing tips to improve your game. All you gotta do is just tap it in. Give it a little tappy, tap, 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 Now, good playing golf Here is PGA Pro Jerome Espinoza. Good morning, and
1: welcome to the Goodies Dell Show on ESPN Radio One One Seven. The team will be here till eleven a.m. today, and it is probably the best week in golf, to be quite honest. It is Masters Week, Easter Weekend, Masters Week, and It's just, I mean, been watching for two consecutive days, just locking in on the Masters. It's just awesome to watch this. And to be honest, I'm going next year. I've had enough. I'm going to go next year as PGA of America professionals. We get uh, a ticket to the Masters. Just need to find one for my better half. And I'm going next year. That's it. I decided. There's no questions. David you might... never been? No. Thanks for the invite. Appreciate it, though.
2: I mean, you, you get an invite from the PJ year. What do you <laughs> need one from me for?
1: Uh, of course. Comes in with snide remarks, like always. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I told my wife the other day. said, going next year. Don't care. Making it happen. I'm going. Had enough of sitting on the sidelines watching this place and hearing about all the undulation and as early in the week watching tiger walk down hills i'm like gosh dang he does not look comfortable walking down those hills he looks good walking uphill but does not look good walking downhill
2: downhill side hill it's all a nightmare I mean, I mean it's amazing he's playing i mean he knows that course better than anybody but goodness gracious
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't understand. Like you said, I I mean, all these shots they have are not, and that's what people forget, I think, about the Masters is, um, and again, you can speak to it more than I can. I've just hear, I've heard, but it's UNM South on steroids as far as undulation, downhill, uphill, side hill. So, I mean, that that would speak to how crazy it is.
2: It's insane. Uh, the up and, and downs from the side
1: hill, you, you can't even imagine it until you see it. So what, nuts. ranking it, What? what's the most like undulating crazy hole that you would think? And we may have lost them. But, um, yeah, I mean, the side hill, downhill, the one that looks to me is, I think, number 11. Number 11 looks nuts. It's a, the The second shot into eleven is just unreal it's two eleven normally two hundred yards to a green Sorry, is, I, oh you're good I got,
2: I got kicked out um most undulating hole God that's hard to say I mean ten and eighteen are crazy 18? Uh, oh, that tee shot is up to and the second shot is so far uphill because it runs parallel it runs parallel to ten.
1: That's crazy. I mean, I, again, TV doesn't do it any justice whatsoever. But.
2: No, it, it doesn't at all. I mean, and the side float on 13 is incredible.
1: Uh, oh, the you're talking the fairway shot, correct?
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and now that that tee shot, you know, whatever it is, 35 yards, 40 yards back, I mean, they're going to be hit woods. Well oh, not, not, not some of them can be hitting woods off of something that's two feet above their above their feet.
1: Well that's always the argument, right, that people have about that is like, oh thirteen, these guys are now hitting irons and they don't have to deal with the side hill. Now that they move that tee way back, they're gonna I, I have to. I'll
2: tell you, I'll tell you another hole that amazed me is the T shot looks
1: so difficult number one. Oh really?
2: Yeah, you come off one tee and you go down a big hill and then it goes back up the hill. It's it, yeah, that that was crazy to see too. The slope in thirteen green. <laughs> you can't get too. You, you can't get too close to it. Um, the, the patrons all stay. you, know, you, don't, you but
1: it's just insane how much slope you can see well, from it, 100 yards away. Well, that go, that leads me to, like, so Mike Weir, the year he won it, I think he laid up on every par five. But, and again, I haven't been there. You have. I don't yeah. think those little wedge shots are all that easy. People think, oh, it's just a wedge. And I'm like, well, I think there's tons of crazy undulation Where is but wedge shots. I think it's,
2: it, it, yeah, definitely. I mean, it. You know, like 15, for example. That if you're hitting that a lob wedge from 60 or 70 yards, you're on a severe down slope, hitting to a green that if you don't fly it far enough, it's coming back in the water, and if it comes out too low, it's going over the back of the green.
1: Keep in mind, you got a downhill lie, so it's coming out low. (laughs)
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And I think. Years ago, I heard that they intentionally, the grain of the grass is into the players on the fair, on the fairways.
0: Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I did hear that.
2: Which makes it even more difficult, because if, if you don't catch it just quite right, no, it's Zoysia, it's like one of the easier. well, it's like a zoysia mix, I think, but it is one of the easier grasses to hit shots off of, but... Yeah, downhill lie, into the grain, you've got to get the ball up, you've got to stop it. I wouldn't want to hit that shot. I'd I'd prefer to hit, try and hit it over the water on my second shot, because that second shot is is honestly one of the flattest lies you're going to get on the golf course. (laughs) I I stood there and watched uh, Tiger in the practice round last year him and Justin Thomas and I think Freddie Couples all hit their fairway woods into that hole because it was soaking wet and cold that's a pretty flat shot and, and they prefer to hit that than that than that wedge you know they know they're going to hit it over the water
1: yeah 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 and the
2: chip the chip shot from over the green is then you're chipping towards the water yes but you're on an upslope, right so yeah. yeah that's a much easier shot to hit If you asked them if they'd prefer it five yards over that green or a full 70-yard wedge shot, they'd they'd take five yards over that green all day long.
1: (laughs) Well, it's, um, you know, I was watching, obviously, early, and I don't know what hole it is. It's, you know, some of those um, maybe four, five, or six, or three, which one one of them that's a shorter shot, and a lot of those guys are hitting their driver way down there and giving themselves 50 yards, and one of the commentators is like, this is a really hard 50 yard shot because the the flag stick was in the front yeah almost um, yeah they're, yeah they're like I don't know if I like that shot I'd rather have 110 or 120 but, but
2: it's, it's, it's all about the angles little on those wedge shots like 13 for example you're gonna lay up to a front left pin
1: oh yeah you're better
2: off, you're, you're better off laying up almost pin
1: high, way over to the right. So so you're hitting hitting into the slope, right?
2: And you can move it towards the pin. Um, You wouldn't want to be short left hitting that shot. You know, you've got to hit it over the little creek and very hard to keep it below the hole. I mean, being below the hole at Augusta is probably more important than any other golf course they play.
1: Well, and it's it's interesting because people think you know, obviously these guys are fantastic golfers, the best in the world, like hands down, whether they're amateurs and have qualified in or all of the professionals, but they're not just hitting golf shots. They're trying to hit it to certain areas to get those angles you're talking about. I mean, (laughs) it's not just like, Oh, they're just hitting this shot. It's like, well, they're trying to get it to a certain spot.
2: Yeah. I I crazy uphill as well, but yeah, it's, it's all, about, it's all about the angles, and that's why you don't typically see people that have only played there once or twice do very well. Now, there are exceptions to that, your speed, your Scheffler. Um, but even Tiger, I think, played there. He probably would have played there four times before he won because he won three U.S. amateurs, didn't he?
1: Well, that's why you also see some of these guys, like these older guys that are past champions or even um, – I would even say the guy that's pretty famous around Augusta is that marker, um, that gentleman who's a member there and will always play with a, a single. And he he does just fine when he goes and plays because he's played there hundreds of times, thousands of times. And that's, that's a lot of it. Yeah, it's
2: so important. Um, but the slopes, the only holes I didn't actually get to see were like three, four, and five um, We. We got rained out the, the three days we were there, basically. We didn't get to go in for a full day at any point, but uh, cause they evacuated the whole place because it was lightning. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the holes I did see, yeah, 10 and 18. And it's, just, it's crazy how up and down they are, you know.
1: So 18 T-Shot, well, I know you see it on TV, but is it as tight as it looks like with the trees? I mean, does it, it just looks uh, like it's... I mean, it's
2: it's tight but I mean you never see those guys the trees right it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not it's not outrageously tight um but yeah you don't really really want to be in those bunkers and those trees down the right they go a long way up the holes you can't get past them uh, yeah I mean it's a difficult tee shot but I, I wouldn't say it's one of the harder ones on the golf course now yeah, now, I, it's leading the Masters or whatever on Sunday, <laughs> yeah. It's a little more difficult, but...
1: tighter by one. I'm sure it makes a tee shot way harder.
2: And you know, it's incredible, and they do such a good job of this, and it's how they set the TV cameras up, how the whole layout of the whole place is. You don't see any of, like, the, the food and beverage areas. So between 10 and 18 is a massive complex for food and beverage and you never see it even when you see people hit it right on 10 or left on 18 you still never see it I never even knew it was there
1: that's true now that you say that I've never seen any of that stuff
2: oh, no I remember when Bubba was all the way down there there's a food court where he hit that big hooky wedge there's a food court just to as you were looking from behind him just to the right a massive food court and you never see it
1: yeah, I mean they—they—they
2: they, they do such a good job of hiding. The whole production is the most amazing thing, to be honest. Like it's well, the line they... to get the line to get in the gift shop. I mean, it was probably I don't know a couple of thousand people, but you're in in like ten or fifteen minutes.
1: <laughs> they're they're it's, better than Chick Fil A. <laughs>
2: <it's> fun. <laughs> the whole production is shockingly good like you know we we run golf tournaments and whatnot but their whole thing is just it's mind-boggling man like they they do such a good job of every little detail it's unbelievable
1: well i saw a thing on social media early on in the week that said something about you know how much money augusta turns down on a yearly basis worth hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars because people want to, you know, put it on TV and they say, no, we want to control everything. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, we were talking here in the studio <laughs> about the app. The app is fantastic. I mean, it is the best golf app to watch any sort of tournament. It, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah,
2: yeah they, they do all this themselves. It, it's, I mean, they learn every year, right? They change something. They learn. But they. how often do you see them get something wrong? Like, they're talking about... This extension on thirteen maybe not being the right thing. I can almost guarantee you it will work out to be the right thing. And Tiger said it. Because this golf course is completely different from when I first played here to today, yet it still feels like I've played it a million times. Yeah. I mean they they change parts of green undulations from year to year, just subtle little changes. Like they they completely redid 18 green a few years ago, and you would never know it. <laughs> you know they don't they don't make a mess of things. They don't do things the wrong way. It's you know we we give the USGA a hard time. You know about how they screw things up a lot and make rash decisions, and you know they've had to water the greens during a tournament, which is <laughs> completely. Against everything that tournament golf stands for, right? I mean, that's like what you don't do. You don't change a pin. <laughs> you don't water greens during a tournament. You never really see Augusta make a mistake with a with a pin, right?
1: They're never, never in, never.
2: It's never, in, it's never in a spot where it's just completely impossible. Now they're difficult, you know. They're really, really difficult, but they just they get it right. I mean and it helps that it's the same place every time right they're they're not they have a year all year to prepare for the masters and they know the course they know the grounds you know they know the grass they've got all the money in the world to do whatever they want
1: but well you still, know what's interesting to me is that no one has none of them none of them have an ego to say let's make it really hard and get you know, as we refer to it as like Mickey Mouse and start doing crazy stuff, is if people have a great round and go low, they don't get like offended by that. They're like he played really, really good. Where some people just get stupid about that. It that's what's frustrating.
2: Yeah, it's I I mean the people like watching the US Open and seeing these guys struggle, yeah. Some people do. And that's okay every now and then. But Augusta, well, yeah, they don't really care what the score is. I mean what was Dustin Johnson when he won, like twenty one under or something? Yeah. Now that was a that was in the fall because of COVID, so it changes the, the entire place basically. You know, grass is different, these areas aren't there, it's firmer, it's faster. Uh, but yeah, they just they do an incredible job with absolutely everything there. I mean, I would I would love to know the number on how many employees they have for that tournament. It's insane. Like, <laughs> you go to these food and beverage lines, and you, you first get to the line, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to be here forever. And then before you know it, you're, you're out. It's just, it's unbelievable.
1: <laughs> an, well, unbelievable. I know. You, you see them here and there, like on the TV, but they have those guys... Like, behind the tee with yellow flags and on the fairways, like, telling people when they can walk, when they can hit, which direction the ball's going. I mean, I saw that, to uh, you know, early in the week, and I was like, holy crap, they even have those guys. Like, every, and that's on every hole, I'm sure. Yeah, that's just not
2: one detail that they miss, you know. And, and if they, 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 they implemented the next year, and you're like, wow, never would have thought of that. <laughs> they and like we've spoken about before, they do so much for the game of golf too. With, with the drive chip apart, the women's amateur. This year, they announced they were investing a bunch of money into the the local Augusta Municipal Golf.
1: Oh, I um, read something about that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think they're I think they're renovating Augusta Municipal or something like that. Um, you know. Yeah, they're in. these other the organisations and associations could burn a hell of a lot before just so, I mean everybody could. You know, yep. we run golf tournaments. Um, you know, and we we do a good job doing it, but afterwards you always think, "Ah, oh God, you know, I should have done that." But half the time, it's I didn't have time, or <laughs> yeah, I didn't
1: have not enough help. I didn't
2: have, I didn't have enough people. Yeah. You know, I don't get to control how the golf course is set up, really, other than pin placements and tee placement placements right? Um, These guys think of everything. And they don't even have any
1: rough. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what's crazy. Like, I mean, it's their rough is probably like the fairways we see here in town, to be honest.
2: Yeah, there's, there's not much rough at all. But... You know, that grass pretty tight. You've got to be very precise. Um, you know, the fairways aren't crazy narrow, but that is on purpose because it's giving these players the chance to hit the left side of the fairway or the right side of the fairway to a left pin or to a right pin or laying back to a front pin, you know, or attacking, getting close for a back pin. You know... You can play it so many different ways, but once you get out of position, yeah, you can make a double in a flash. I mean, it,
1: yeah, you're in trouble John, for sure.
2: John Rahm on Thursday morning, four putts for first half.
1: <laughs> that was unbelievable. That was
2: unbelievable. Yeah. And then he's three under at the turn. Yeah. Like, who, who doesn't want to watch stuff like that?
1: No, exactly. Well, it is Master Saturday, and we got to take a quick break. Um, I'm Jerome Espinosa, Director of Instruction. If you're in need of club repair or instruction in general, please email me at gespinosa at 8gradies.com. This is the 8 Gradies Golf Show on ESPN
0: Radio 1017, the team. Let's get back to the 8 Gradies Golf Show with Jerome Espinosa on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Welcome
1: back to the 8 Gradies Golf Show on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. I am Director of Instruction. You'll hear myself and David Muddit talking. Well, we can't say New Mexico golf. We do. We hit it up. But golf in general, and it is Masters Week. And what a week. I I love, um, and I I think I'll go back to what David was saying about how they don't mess stuff up. But what Augusta has done the entire, I'll even give them two weeks, they've had you know the Women's Amateur Championship for early last or late i guess last week and then they go into drive chip putt as the sunday they're finishing drive chip putt as all the players are coming back in and going into the practice rounds um you know and then one of my favorite things to watch always i just i think it's so awesome and it's perfect on the day is wednesday the par three contest that is I think that is such a cool event leading into the Masters. Like, the Part yeah, 3 contest I, is awesome.
2: I sat there last year with Matt Long and Nick Me nee and Matt Baum, and we sat there right behind number 8T. It, it, it's awesome. Yeah, it, it's such a cool little course. And what's funny is, and you, you can't really explain it until you go, but it's just right behind the clubhouse, right? Literally, you've got the first tee, then you've got the clubhouse, then the other side of the clubhouse is that huge par three course. Huh. And you, you would never have thought that that's where it was, but it's right there. <laughs> and there's a huge lake, and it's just gorgeous. I mean, eight tee down to the green has got to be a, it's got to be like a at least 50 feet drop, <laughs> 50 foot drop. Uh, And TV does not do Augusta justice. If you ever have the chance to go, whether it's to play or to watch, just take it because I didn't go for years and years and years. And I get to go every year, right? Just like you do. We don't have to pay. We get free admission. And there's another little thing. We have our own gate. We don't have to line up with everybody else. There is is a, a separate entrance for PGA members. That's so you're in, awesome. and out, you're, you're, you're in and out in a flash. Um, you cannot take your phones in. You have to check your phone at the gate, and you get it on the way out.
0: Are you or, serious?
1: Or you, like, you leave it with them?
2: Yeah, if you forget to leave it in the car, we, we knew, so we left it in the car. But uh, I think bomb. of course it was bomb. <laughs> had it in his pocket. And he said, like, oh, God. So, yeah, they check it at the gate. They put it in a bag. They put your name on it, and they, they hold it until you leave. Nobody that's, has cell
1: phones in there. That's so cool. And only only Augusta. You know, I, I mean, that's it's just kind of cool to, that that kind of thing happens. And to be honest, I I mean, I get frustrated with my child, my children, their phones. They're so inundated. It's probably kind of nice to stroll around for however many hours you're there and you're enjoying the experience. You're not searching everything and looking at it 24-7. It's got to be kind of cool.
2: Oh, 100%. It, it, it's all about it's all about golf, Augusta. There's, there's no... Yeah, it, they just create so many cool things there. Like, like the amateurs staying in the clubhouse, right? The, in the crow's nest. I mean, just everything they do. You make a hole-in-one, you get a crystal... Or whatever it is, a piece of crystal, a vase, or, a, or whatever, you know. But I'm not sure exactly what it looks like, but everything they do is just unbelievable. I
1: mean, I think, I think, I guess my favorite part, maybe this is just for me being a dad with three kids, about the, the, the par three contest is those little kids in their jumpsuits. I think it's so awesome. Or the wives or girlfriends in the jumpsuits because they're caddying, I, that's probably the part for me that just I would I would really really enjoy the par three contest. I mean, even if I'm playing, like I mean, it's got to be a nice little downtime before your nervous is all get out to tee off. That's got to be a great a great thing to just calm everything down for however many hours you're out there.
2: Well, they they also close the 18 hole golf course at three o'clock. You, no one's on the course after 3 o'clock on Wednesday
1: oh yeah so everyone's got to go everyone takes off to the par 3 then so yeah no that's great yeah
2: I mean they don't all play the guys that have done no. it tons of times they don't all do it but you see Gary Player doing it yes uh, on, on Wednesday right um, he's played that tournament 52 times or something and he's still going and playing the par 3 contest <laughs> even though he's not playing the tournament Everyone just wants to be a part of it, and it's, you know, it's why, it's, you know, it's probably the reason, one of the reasons McElroy has struggled to win there. It, one, it's his career grand slam, right? Yep. But two, I think it's why everyone struggles, and you, you see choke jobs at Augusta all the time, because if you win... You are there for the rest of your life. You can go there <laughs> yeah. for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. um, you don't think they're
1: thinking about that? Oh, I mean, it's you know? that's huge. It's like, well, and then, uh, you know, something that I was thinking about the other day, too, that they do, obviously, is the champion's dinner. Like, dude, that is such a cool thing, like the champion's dinner. You know, I mean, like you said, forever and ever and ever till you can crawl in there you go to the champions dinner and you know it that's just another another event about the masters it's awesome that's so cool to see
2: yeah and not to mention you know you never have to qualify for the masters ever again (laughs) yeah i mean I'll, i'll compare it to the the club pro right i've had a couple of chances where you know i had a slight chance to win and Knowing that you would never have to qualify for that tournament ever again. Look, I'm not even playing at Twin this year. You know. Look at Ernie L. How many chances he had to win, to win uh, the Masters? Never did, and um, he doesn't get to go back there.
1: Yeah, I mean they were mentioning uh, Ernie Els obviously <laughs> early on Thursday because he did the same thing John Rahm did. He four putted the whatever hole to. His exact same hole. And yeah, I mean, oh, he like, you know, he, I like, mean, six, he like six putters or something. And he did. They were talking about, you know, obviously Greg Norman. And as you all know, and David knows, I'm like a terrible golf historian. But Greg Norman basically pissed away, I don't know how many masters with the leads that he had and some of the issues that he had. And, you know, well, I guess he is a past champion, but he's. Uh, he was he really, not, not uh, he didn't uh, he did not uh, get the invite back and you know i i actually respected fred ridley for what he said i read his statement and he said why would i have greg norman here like he hasn't he's been here twice in 10 years and now all of a sudden he's showing interest in coming here and i'm like good on you you were he was you know i, I appreciated what he said he was honest did he
3: say he was a past champion
1: is he? Did he not? No. Norman oh, never, never won mind. a masters. And he doesn't deserve to go. You're no. out.
3: Okay. Just like just like Ernie doesn't.
1: My golf history coming to fruition, just but, like I said.
3: That's a pretty bad one, you don't know that. Well, I know he choked a bunch away, but I thought, you know He had some taken from him. Larry Mize chipping in from right of eleven in the playoff. Yeah, but he's also I he, know he was six up. With not very many holes to well, go on one of them, he lost a seven-shot lead to Faldo. Yeah, and then the one to Jack Nicholas, he had a lead there too. He was in the middle of the fairway in eighteen and blew it way right.
1: Yeah. So well, then then I don't feel any. I was like, wow, they didn't invite him back, and I'm like, oh, why would they? He, you know, and like like Fred Ridley said, dude, I'm. You spoke about it earlier, but the Masters, they're always professional how they
3: handle every single thing if norman had have like, won the masters he would be there yeah they i uh, yeah he's not there because he never won the
1: masters why why should he be there well he you know he's there to cause a ruckus and that's what he wants to do and they're like you know and that's why fred ridley when he said that i'm like good on you dude he said he hasn't been here in 10 years he's been here twice in 10 years yeah he goes no i i don't see why he would want to come now and valid i'm good I'm, you answered that. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, I, the, I mean, I, you know, now you want to come because you want to. <laughs> one of my buddies that was hilarious. He said early in the week, he goes, "What's up with these clowns in there?" Because he hates live. He goes, "What's up with these clowns in their uniforms?" I'm like, yeah, that's a little much. Like, but you know, I I don't know if there's rules where Augusta's not going to let them wear the live gear. But Dustin Johnson does have the big A all over his his chest for his
3: teams. Well, he's got <laughs> yeah, he's got no clothes to wear. Adi- he <laughs> he can't wear Adidas anymore. Uh, and I'm pretty sure whoever
1: will. I don't know what they're getting their clothes from or whatever. But yeah, I just thought that was rather hilarious with the live guys. I'm like, my goodness, you guys. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, I saw also Harold Varner said something about. But Harold Varno has been 100% honest from the truth. He said, I'm doing it for money. And he said, I play golf for, for money. That's the one reason he's not playing golf to you know, win tournaments or legacy. He's like, I'm trying to change my family's life forever. Like, that's why I'm playing golf, which I appreciate the
3: honesty 100%. Yeah, but, but Norman has no right to be there in any fashion.
1: It's, again. Yeah, I agree. When when Ridley said that, I'm like, yeah. Cool. I'm you know, don't try to just come and cause a ruckus. It's not and it hasn't been all week about that, which is great. Like, you know, it's the one where and maybe Augusta like you said does such a great job of you know, setting the setting the standard and the parameters like we're not we're here for this tournament. We're
3: here for golf. I don't want to hear
1: any other crap. Don't bring it in here. No, because you haven't. I haven't heard anything. Like, no, I mean, they've asked crazy a of questions
3: it. in the interviews, but little ones. For the most part, they all respect. It's the Masters. I mean, it is the biggest event in golf, minus maybe the Ryder Cup, right? Yep. Um, it's definitely the biggest individual golf tournament in the world. Not even close. It's. I, I saw the field. You know,
1: obviously, it's a little different because it's not say, very easy to get in. But I. The field's 88. Does that sound about right?
3: Yeah, it's it's normally sort of mid-90s. So, yeah, the
1: field of 88, um, dominant of pros, obviously, but you got they invite the mid-am, which is kind of cool. They've always the
3: mid-am champion of the USGA gets to go. Yeah, I think there was seven or eight amateurs this year, and then you got your past champions, and then it's top 50 in the world, and anybody that's won PJ Tour event in a calendar year, from masters to masters they're yeah. the only people that get to go to the masters it's just it's one of the smallest fields in golf the only smaller one i can think of well there's two tour championship and the match play
1: oh there you, yeah and the amateurs, which is cool is, you got the mid am who we've spoken about before, is
3: above twenty
1: five.
3: I guess and the the second event of the playoffs only have seventy, so that would be another.
1: This one. This year they invited the NCAA champion. I
3: noticed, so the guy uh, that won the NCAAs going to change going forward. They're gonna they're, they're gonna keep that. Yeah,
1: that's a great. I think yeah. that's great. It is. Yeah, you're and right. I think that's super cool. They have the U.S. amateur winner. I'm not
3: sure if the runner-up yeah, goes runner the run, runner-up runner-up goes up. Yeah, runner up gets runner up gets. Masters, US Open. I think the only one they might not get is the Open. I think it's just the winner that plays the Open. And
1: they get the Augusta again, and I know this just because Matt Williams who used to work here in the Sun Country runs it, but they also created a Latin American amateur championship. So that guy get that winner gets to go. So yeah. you have to be, you know, obviously in Latin America and Asia
3: Pacific Amateur
1: gets to go. So they're they I mean, to be honest, they include the world and they Obviously, include the amateurs, which I think is so. You spoke about it earlier. They get to stay in that crow's nest or whatever, right? Is that yeah. on site? It's
3: yes, yeah, right. Like the, it's at top, the top of, the of the clubhouse, yeah, yeah. So the amateurs
1: get to stay there on site on property. Um, that's gotta be dude, that's that's such a cool thing,
3: and I think they have to. I don't think they have, I think if you're an amateur and you qualify, that's where you're staying. Oh, so like even the mid am.
1: Say he's 40, he's like, they're like up there. I
3: think so. I think Which, so. I mean,
1: why would you not do it? That's like a once-in-a-lifetime yeah. thing.
3: But, but I guess you miss staying with your family, maybe in a house or whatever. But I, I'm not sure. Maybe they do have the option. Uh, I'm not completely sure. But the majority of them stay there, yes.
1: Well, and you you could speak to this, but I saw the menus, too, that are around Augusta. Like, they don't give you, like, a... 30 dollar beer like you go to the isotopes game you're like 11 bucks for a beer it's all oh, like the prices yeah something. the prices
3: haven't changed in years the sandwiches yeah like a dollar 50 <laughs> Beers like three or four dollars <laughs> you get to keep the cup
1: oh those cups are cool
3: yeah my i got all brought at my some. house yeah
1: yeah so it's you know again we're bragging on the masters because it is the masters week and it's a tournament that i can watch and we'll watch because of the app, to be honest, I just throw it on my phone when I'm going all over. Yeah. I'll 24-7 when it's on. And then, you know, I love to watch. They have that segment that's on the range. I love to kind of geek out about that stuff and watch
3: these guys on the range because that range is spectacular. Um, oh, it's unbelievable. And when you walk in, it's like the first, it's on the left right there. You see it all. It's incredible.
1: And it's, uh, again, Masters Weekend. So, uh, we got to take a quick break. I'm Jerome Espinosa, Director of Instruction at 8 Gradies Golf, alongside Mr. David Muddit. If you'd like to inquire about club repair fittings, email me, gespinosa at 8gradies.com. This is 8 Grady's Golf Show on ESPN Radio 1017, The Team.
0: Let's get back to the 8 Gradies Golf Show with Jerome Espinosa on ESPN Radio 1017, The Team. Welcome back to the 8 Grades Golf Show on ESPN Radio, one one seven
1: The Team on Masters weekend, Easter weekend. And uh, to be honest, I wish, again, I got into golf so late and started paying attention so late to what's happening on tour or whatever, but I love to see all the old photos of the old caddies. I don't know if they still have them there, but, dude, I think
3: that's super cool, some of those caddies. Yeah, that kind of went away a little bit. Some of those guys... Like, would come back and get the same caddy every year. Ben Crenshaw, for example. Yeah. 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 I love this. And again, I don't know. I just, I think it's cool.
1: Or some of them used to have these big afros. The caddies had like a, like, you know, their own kind of character. Like, yeah. the caddies. And like you said, there was a lot of those guys that would say, like, I want David Muddit. I've had him since year one. He is my guy. Yeah. Every time I come here, he's the guy I want. And I don't know... It's, I don't know, it's, you don't see a lot of caddies, so I got in late to golf, and I've said that, but even El Paso Country Club, where we go in a couple weeks, there used to be like four caddies, when I first went, I don't know how many years ago, It used to hang out,
3: Yeah, they, and, and they, then you could pick one up, and they, now you don't see them as often. No, Have you ever been to Compestre? No, I heard that's amazing. There are just forty or fifty of them sat there waiting for a lift. That's in Juarez, Mexico. Yeah, in case anybody's awesome. wondering. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, anybody that's maybe not a golf fan, just watch the Masters and appreciate what it is, because it's by it is far and above everything else. It really, really is. Well, and it's it's funny. So. One of my buddies the other day was like, "Hey, had someone drop
1: out? Does someone want a master's ticket to buy?" And I was like, "What's the price?" And he like tells me like, I'll "Only charge you like fifteen I'm like, "Go fly a kite, dude!" Like, I don't even think they like if you win it in the lottery because that's what you have to do, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. you have to apply through a lottery and then Some you people can get the whole life. and yeah, ne- never, never get, get chosen. In. Yeah, I don't think they. They don't hammer you on that ticket price. No. I don't know what it is, but I don't
3: even know if it's above 100 bucks. to be honest. i honestly got no idea. Uh, I'd have to ask someone. I thought someone it.
1: said, maybe this was years ago, that they paid like $35 when they won the lottery. And again, I don't know how long. I yeah. mean, it wasn't like decades ago, but the Masters does not. And if they catch you selling tickets that are crazy,
3: they will take you right. Like, you will not be allowed back. They don't mess around with that stuff. It's it's unbelievable, man. Even down to the parking, right? They have bought all this land that basically surrounds Augusta in the front. It's just fields and fields and fields that they have bought. That is their parking, because it's on a main road, the entrance to Augusta. It's on a main street in Augusta. So you get just parking. There's really there's nowhere to park. All these restaurants and bars, you know, are obviously charging for parking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if people are going to park there, but we park in the field, it's free. It's just park it. It's <laughs> oh, where you, seriously? Yes, yeah, where you park. You don't even pay for it. Jeez Louise. So, the Tuesday, we got kicked out early because there was huge thunderstorms. So, you go back to your car, you sit in the car, you wait till they're going to let you back in. Tuesday, they said, We're not letting you back in. So, we're all sat in the car, like, God, it'd be nice if we had some beer or something in here while we're <laughs> waiting. So Wednesday morning before we went, we went and picked up a bunch of beer because it was supposed to rain again, loaded it up in the car. They kicked us out again. We went <laughs> At back least to, you had beer. We went and back. <laughs> sat in the car for a couple of hours, drank a few beers, and then they let us back in. And we went and watched part three contest. It's just awesome. The whole, the whole layout is great. You, you can't – just got to go. I mean, I could sit here all day and tell you little things that they do and where things are, and you just can't. You can't even imagine it until you're there.
1: Well, a friend of mine that actually went this year, he said his wife was doing all kinds of research and like,
3: okay, like
1: this and this. And he was like, I don't give a rip what you wear. What I am going to tell you is you better wear tennis shoes. Yeah, Like if you try to wear some sort of shoe that's not a tennis shoe, he's like, I don't want to hear you complaining four holes in when you're going up and down and everywhere. Because a lot of people...
3: We'll go the first day to get super sore and then be like, I
1: can't do that again. Oh. i will going to sit here.
3: Yeah, Matt and I <laughs> left the, the little the beer thing there between 18 and 10, and we're walking to leave. And so you, you enter in one way, right? You enter in to go in to get your beer and your food, and then you exit out the other, and then you have to start walking back up. <laughs> uh, but there's a like an area, a big sort of field area that, Let's everyone walk up. I mean, it. we have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a halftime. Yeah. Let's just sit down <laughs> and have a break. It's it, it, the ups and downs are so ridiculous. Tiger hit that shot on Thursday on number nine. He was on the right side of the fairway. He was on such a side slope. He could, he could barely even do it because of his leg. Oh my god! I mean, you could see it. He could he stood weird. He, he couldn't get through it. At that it's, point, he's playing for a miss. Like, okay, this thing's gonna go right. Yeah. <laughs> like i massively player. downhill. It the, the greens have got so much undulation in them. It would be easy for them to screw up pin placements, it really would, but they've done it for so long now Peter they,
1: even just think I guess the thing I was thinking is you get them too fast too. I, they got to be careful with that. I mean obviously they know when they have sub air and they have all this stuff that they have, you know, I so think I read something that said they have sub air on that 13, that new tee on 13 and for those of you who don't know, Subair is like they put these massive pipes underneath and they can just suck out the water if it rains. Like they yeah. just can dry out the the greens or tee boxes. Um, obviously, that does not take place at maybe a handful of places.
2: They had the it world. at Quail
3: Hollow when I played. But once again, Augusta has it under their entire golf course. Quail <laughs> Hollow had it under their greens, right? It poured down the rain, so you've got rock-hard greens. Oh, gosh. And it's, I'm coming in with three and four irons, it's right? soupy And I'm trying to land fairways. it just on the front of the green. It lands two yards short, stops, right? <laughs> this is what we go. Augusta doesn't mess things up. They don't do it half-assed, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. They're not going to have soaking wet fairways and rock-hard greens. Yep. And the greens, they're perfect. They're not actually as fast as you think because they can't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are probably stimping at about 18 or 20 downhill and probably like eight or nine uphill. <laughs> Wherein lies the problem. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're stimp on a flat. Well, I, I have no idea where they would do their stimp. Oh, yeah, because there's not uh, a flat spot. <laughs> there's ga- there's got to be one spot somewhere at some point on the golf course, but. Yeah, I would bet that stimp is, is no more than twelve. I don't see how it can be. Yeah, then yeah, I mean you
1: are right. Then there is nowhere to put a flag, or I mean it just then it gets into the what everyone says like clown show. But again, they I, don't do that. They never they don't really post the stimps Ever. of the greens for those, that tournament because yeah. it's almost irrelevant. Well, like you said, I mean if it's you are downhill and it's going eighteen, and then uphill you are like goodness gracious, I thought I ripped that
3: thing. Yeah, and it's like short. And and a lot of it is you've got putts that will go up and then down, or then oh, down and then up, and it's like oh my god,
1: <laughs> yeah. You I mean, and these guys have those because they're hitting it. They're you know, and they they say in the broadcast he's happy to hit it to thirty feet.
3: Like I watched the first few groups time. on Thursday, and it was a back sort of middle-ish left pin. Every single player, bar Cam Young, I think, was thirty feet short right of the hole. <laughs> Because they know, if they go past that hole, it's death. They're done. They're off the green. It's uh, it's just a brilliant, brilliant place. If I didn't have all my work going on, I'd I'd be there again. It's just awesome.
1: Well, we're taking a Masters trip next year. We're going. Who cares? Don't do it. We're we're going. Forget it. Um, and uh, I guess we'll see who wins this weekend. We'll see who can close out the deal.
3: Yeah, and now can I make a quick yeah. announcement? Yeah. We're going to have a master's event on Sunday at Star Brothers. Um, we're going to have a TrackMan man in there. Is that the one on San Antonio? San Antonio, yeah, and like San Pedro. Um, we're going to do, they give do a-, a
1: lot of soccer stuff, so that place.
3: Yes, that, the, the, the soccer one, yeah, Star Brothers. Uh, we're going to have an event for the golf store that I'm building. Um, we're going to have a TrackMan man in there. We're going to give away prizes. We're going to do a closest to the distance for what number 12 is. Oh, so that'll be pizza, awesome. Have the Masters on every TV. We'll have a little putting green set up. Um, so it'll be fun. Anyone's welcome. Come by. Check it out. See what the golf S- What time does it start? Uh, 11, and then it goes to the end of the Masters. There you go. 11
1: a.m. Star Brothers, San Antonio, and whatever. San- by- Between San Pedro and the freeway. over there by Cracker Barrel somewhat. Go see David. He'll give you a dozen golf balls if you go say... Yeah, we got, heard you. On we radio. got
3: giveaways. We got prizes. It's going to be a fun day. I know it's Easter Sunday, but it's not. It's Masters <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: sorry, if, sorry
3: if I offend the religious people, but it's Masters Sunday. That that trumps. In go my to, go to in, church in at eight work. in the morning. How yeah, exactly. That? And then come at eleven. There you go. Yeah, do church. Head to David. We're going to have some Masters cocktails. We're going to do some pimento cheese sandwiches. Oh, it's it's going to be fun. Yeah. All
1: right, well, that'll do it for today's show. There'll be a link for today's show at 8 We'll be here again next Saturday, 10 to 11. I'm Jerome Espinoza alongside David Muddit. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next weekend.
0: Thank you for listening to the 8 Gradies Golf Show with Jerome Espinoza. Come back Saturday mornings at 10 for the latest stories and analysis from around the world of golf on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team.